It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are seconds away from hearing the daily Locked On podcast you love, but I'd like to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Rejecting the Screen, hosted by NBA experts Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko, features provocative interviews with NBA stars and unique perspectives from around the game. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, Hoops Heads. Welcome to Locked On Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Aliko Carter. I'm thankful to all my new listeners. As usual, you can go check my workout about the Warriors at BleacherReport.com, and I write at the intersection of business and community impacts for Forbes Sports Money. So check out Forbes.com as well. You can also email me at AlicoCarter11 at gmail.com with any questions or comments, or if you just want to chop it up about basketball, or tweet me at Kojitare, K-O-G-I-T-A-R-E. Be sure to follow Locked On NBA and Locked On Warriors on Facebook. We've got a good game today in Detroit. The Warriors will be looking for revenge for that loss earlier in the season, and Detroit has been up and down but rolling lately uh, and uh, entrenched themselves in the East playoff conversation. So I'll be previewing that game in the first segment. In the second segment, I'm going to bring you deep into the annals of Reddit and tell you about my favorite things that I saw this week. And in the third segment, I'm going to bring it back to Oakland and talk about the A's plans to build a new stadium at the Laney College site falling through. But there is basketball to be played, and I do want to get to the Detroit Pistons because they're a good team. Losers of their last four, including last night against the Bucks. It was a close game, 104 to 100. And they're going to be looking to bounce back because they're 14 and 10. And they have a good chance to stay in the conversation for one of the East's top four playoff seeds if they continue to put up the numbers that they're putting up, particularly rebounding numbers. Stan Van Gundy has them moving in motion a lot and doing a lot of dribble handoffs. Uh, with Drummond, which has really opened up their offense. Their offensive rating is 10th, and their defensive rating is 12th out of the league, and their net rating isn't bad. It's a less than, uh, it's 1.7, which uh, shows that they're kind of uh, a middle-of-the-pack playoff team, Uh, but they have a lot of weapons, and the Warriors are undermanned, so it's going to be a very, it's going to be a tough game in a tough environment. Andre Drummond is a monster five uh, offensive rebounds a game to go with 10 defensive. Um, He's assisting the ball four times a game. And give him credit for getting his free throw shooting up to 62%. It's a far cry from the 30s that he's been posting the last few seasons, but that does mean that Hacka Drummond is still an option because he's still probably going to miss at least one of those bad boys. Hopefully it doesn't come to that, though, and the Warriors uh, take care of business like they did in Charlotte, where everybody contributed, and KD came through with a big game. Whoever gets the start in place of Stephen Curry today is going to have to contend with Avery Bradley unless they put him on Klay Thompson without Steph out there. 
Bradley has been a good underrated defender for his entire career, and he's given the Warriors fits wherever he is. Last year in um, Boston stands out to me, and also the earlier game this year at Oracle Arena. Reggie Jackson is definitely better than a league average point guard. Um, He's playing only 28 minutes a game. Uh, but shooting the lights out, uh, 48% from the field, 38% from three. He's um, shooting above 50% from inside the line, and then also he's diming 5.5 times a game. So uh, he's definitely a guy you have to watch out for. But the Pistons score by committee. Uh, Tobias Harris is actually leading the team in scoring at 19 points a game on 15 shots. Andre Drummond is uh, there at 14.7, Avery Bradley is at 16, and Reggie Jackson is at 16. So everybody scores the ball on this team. There's a few players just below the 10-point margin. Stanley Johnson, Ish Smith are also scoring the ball. And they've had a few years to get used to Stan Van Gundy, get used to his system, get used to um, everyone who has come in, everyone who has left. I think they have a lot of continuity right now. And uh, it shows in their record. It shows in their confidence when they're on the court. So the Warriors are going to have to come to play. And they're going to have to control the boards, especially. Andre Drummond leads the league in rebounding, in rebounding percentage, and in defensive box plus minus, which shows how important his rebounding is to the team. Nobody else on the team averages more than five rebounds a game, so controlling Drummond's action on the defensive end and on the offensive end is key to making sure that the Warriors can come out of Detroit with a win. On the Warriors' end, I'm still waiting for that elusive clay game. It's still coming. He's been so consistent, and um, you know, it's just only a matter of time, I feel, before he gets the number of shots uh, to match the consistency that he's brought so far this season still averaging about 21 points a game and just hitting hitting that 20 point mark every single game uh he's just been extremely consistent he's shooting 47 to 48 percent from three and i'm looking to get him you know more than 15 shots tonight get him 20 shots get him get him going because he is um the most accurate weapon that the Warriors have, and that includes Stephen Curry, even though he's not playing. It includes Kevin Durant. There's nobody who's been playing like Clay. So uh, if he can get going, uh, then I think the whole team will be able to rally around that. Draymond Green will be back in the lineup. He's probable with that shoulder soreness, as will Andre Iguodala, probable with a sore left knee. Uh, Jaja with a sore, uh, a sore left, <laughs> Jaja with a jore. Uh, is less uh, likely to play. He's questionable, while Pat McCaw, uh, who I noted didn't play in the last game, has a nose contusion and a a concussion, and he's out. Uh, Stephen Curry also is obviously not playing. I would expect to see Quinn Cook starting again. He played well in the last game, and uh, Kerr likes to keep his rotations. He likes to keep minutes for guys like Sean Livingston reasonable so that they with their older bodies can stay uh, fresh for the playoffs so I wouldn't be surprised if you see Quinn Cook start and I also wouldn't be surprised if you see JaVale McGee start in Jaja's place uh, as he is not a part of the regular rotation usually um, most of those center minutes coming off the bench go to David West so my projected lineup for tonight is Quinn Cook Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, and JaVale McGee.
Should be a great game, 4 p.m. Pacific. I'm looking forward to watching it, as I hope you are as well. And uh, I want to get on to my favorite Reddit moments of the week. But first, I want to talk to you about sponsoring the Locked On Warriors podcast. If your company is interested in men between the ages of 18 and 44, you should be sponsoring this podcast because Locked On Warriors is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if that's your target demographic, get at me. Email me at alicocarter11 at gmail.com. Our rates are reasonable, so by all means, hit that send button. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy golden goodness. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Microsoft Surface and Teams. At CDW, we get the future of remote meetings works differently. Oh, going right from launch directly into a meeting, that could be awkward. But with Microsoft Surface devices with Teams orchestrated by CDW, the future works better. Touchscreen voice capabilities keep teams engaged and productive, enabling you to always collaborate with confidence. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining. You have a spinach in your teeth. Thanks for the tip, man. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash surface. So Reddit is amazing, and I encourage all my hoops heads to check out Reddit because that's where the hoops heads go to post and and discuss the most interesting uh, things that you won't necessarily see on ESPN or Yahoo Sports. Um, just little minutia about the Warriors, about the NBA, uh, and and uh, fun fun things. Like I saw this, uh, there's a house in West Oakland that is painted uh, blue and yellow uh, and has a walkway that's been painted as well in all Warriors regalia. They have pennants and flags hanging up. They are clearly huge, huge fans. That is, a uh, picture of that house is available at... Um, Thanks to Dave in Oakland, Redditor Dave. And it looks like it's right around the corner from my spot, so I'm going to have to go drive and take a picture myself and share it on social media. But very cool. Um, there's some really big Warriors fans out here in the Bay Area, and uh, this is a case of potentially taking it too far. I don't know. I don't know. I'll let y'all decide that yourself. Um, I don't necessarily want a blue and yellow house, but... Uh, you can't take away from their fandom, obviously. And if you are the owner of that house, feel free to get in touch with me. I would love to interview you. Over on NBA Reddit, an interesting fact uh, by Logan underscore Savs, uh, Donovan Mitchell, of uh, rookie of the Utah Jazz, is averaging 28.6 points on a 53-45-92 split over his last five games. Play some basketball, Donovan Mitchell. That is extended over the season would be one of the greatest rookie seasons of all time and um, they might have found something in him that makes Gordon Hayward even more expendable uh, they're winning some games Rudy Gobert is back and the Jazz are definitely a tough out at home and on the road so 
definitely you want to watch out for Donovan Mitchell. And I will be debuting my Rookie Watch segment next week, so keep an eye out for that. Donovan Mitchell is apt to make an appearance. Another interesting fact from Redditor Horny Hindu, uh, Waj Narowski at ESPN has been alerted that the Spurs are targeting Tuesday for Kawhi Leonard's return against Dallas. Leonard has yet to play a game this season with an injured quad, and they've been taking it slow. The Spurs are still winning games, so they're 17-8 and eight, um, and three games behind the first-place Rockets. At 19-4, and four, the Warriors are in second place in the Western Conference at 20-6. and six. Redditor Swollen Cornholio notes that with 102 three-point makes on the season so far, James Harden now has the second fastest season to 100 makes behind one Wardell Stephen Curry. In Oklahoma City, Redditor Sportsfan786 notes that Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony are averaging a career-low field goal pace. Uh, Russ is at 40%, and Mello is at 41%. They're not shooting the ball particularly well, and they're still out of the playoff race in the West. So the Thunder have some questions, definitely. We've got a Robert Ory sighting. Uh, Bobdale Bobdale notes that DeMarcus Cousins is the first player to average at least 1.5 blocks, 1.5 steals, and 2.03s per game since Ory in the 95-96 season. That was when he was playing for the Rockets. And in Brooklyn, the Nets are winning some games. Uh, we've got to give Kenny Atkinson some due. LeBron to Portland 2018 says uh, the Nets head coach is that is a top coach in the league doing a lot with a little the nets are 10 and 14 right now only a few games out of the eighth spot in the eastern conference they're not probably definitely not going to make the playoffs but they're doing some good things and now they've got jaleel okafor so um, if he can integrate himself into that team and earn his minutes they should be pretty a tougher out than they've been in the last few seasons a couple more injury notes. Uh, I underscore enjoy underscore Taffy notes that Danny Ainge has informed the media that Gordon Hayward is about two weeks from being completely out of his walking boot for good, whereas in Philadelphia, uh, GM Colangelo noted that Markel Fultz's soreness is completely gone, the muscle imbalance is completely gone, but there's still no timetable time on his return. That comes from I Feel Like Jojo, bruh. And lastly, from Redditor The Real Bo Bice, I'll shout out The Ringer. Uh, they have the top 25 players of the first 25-ish games. Definitely check out that piece and check out The Ringer. They do great basketball coverage, some good political coverage, and I want to see where our four stars fall on that list. So check it out. The top 25 players of the first 25-ish games at TheRinger.com. Today, every answer matters more than ever before. Because whether it's about health, deliveries, or finance, some things just can't wait. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage millions of calls, texts, and chats with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to help your customers find the answers they need faster, no matter the industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant to learn more. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one -on -one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. 
I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Now I want to move on to the Oakland Athletics and the future of sports in Oakland. But first, I want to talk to you about enclosedlingerie.com. Are you looking for something different for your wife or girlfriend this Christmas? Don't get her another sweater. Surprise her this Christmas with high-end lingerie. These are not your usual department store undies, but seriously high-end designer lingerie sourced from around the world. Enclosed has amazing teddies, robes, and other lingerie options as well. This is an effortless gift for you to give because Enclosed takes care of all of the details for you. Enclosed customizes your gift for your wife or girlfriend based on the gift giver's preferences. Size guarantee means you can't mess up. Enclosed gets the fit right 98% of the time. It's the gift that keeps on giving because Enclosed sends out a new gift every month. You just sit back and she enjoys the surprises month after month. Tens of thousands of men and women love Enclosed. Use code WARRIORS for $20 off your first order at EnclosedLingerie.com. So the A's um, have been rejected by the Peralta School Board uh, for to build a new stadium at the, the site of the uh, administrative offices of Laney College. It puts a big dent in their mission to get a new stadium built in Oakland by 2023, and it hurts Oakland's chances of remaining a site in which professional sports are played. However, there's been a ton of community opposition to the Peralta site, and I want to get into it a little bit. So on the one hand, you've got financial benefits for Laney College, which, if you don't know, is a community college in Oakland where there is land that the A's are looking to use to build a new stadium. The A's were going to provide capital to the school district to, moder to modernize their rapidly decaying infrastructure, uh, improve surroundings that would help attract more students, potentially, and the A's were even starting to, uh, talking of starting a sports man management division at the school to be a calling card across the country. So, uh, you know, it, it hurts um, the, the city's reputation for the A's to be um, rejected by the school board. But at the same time, you don't necessarily want private money dictating uh, what happens at a public institution and um, a lot of local residents, Laney educators, and uh, fans and students were not happy with the plan. Um, there's some good opinion pieces out there about why it was a bad idea, some videos, um, videos of protests and celebrations when the news came out. So community college funding is driven by student enrollment largely. Um, my uh, associate who is a student at Laney notes that building a stadium directly next to the largest Peralta College would significantly decrease our full-time enrolled students in, for money and the working class community members who depend on the college. Most importantly, the students, faculty, and surrounding communities were overwhelmingly against it in the first place. Um, the argument that the A's could solve all of Peralta's financial woes is not, it doesn't hold a lot of weight because uh, the A's don't understand how colleges are funded. Um, they don't understand how budgets are put together and created for a college, and a few million dollars is not going to help if um, 
enrollment is detrimentally impacted. She makes a good point here. Um, and then there's other good points that it would drive up rents in the area, hurting uh, a number of Asian American and Latino communities um, near the potential stadium site. I'm all for the A's staying in Oakland. I think that the Howard Terminal site, where it's mostly industry, is a better site. And I'm personally pro uh, them staying at the Coliseum and building a new stadium there. I realize that the um, there's so much money wrapped up in the Coliseum site and uh, there's so much money still owed at the Coliseum site that there would have to be some serious um, accounting to make sure that the A's would remain viable at that site. Um, it's unclear what's next uh, for the A's and the city of Oakland uh, but it's not going to happen at Peralta. To their credit, the A's, like the Warriors, are privately financing their stadium, so uh, Oakland will not have to pay more than it already is paying. Uh, Mount Davis, obviously, is the boondoggle that I'm referring to, and the city and the county still owe $90 million on that, and I'm sure a lot of that debt is owed by private companies and citizens as well, so I'm not really sure what's up with the Coliseum site, but I've, as I've said in a previous podcast, it's just a big parking lot. It's got perfect access to Amtrak Capital Corridor, BART, and the 880 freeway, the busiest freeway in the East Bay. And uh, it's just, it's viable. Um, it is just waiting to be uh, utilized in a 21st century way. So I'm all for the Coliseum site. Um, I would settle for Howard Terminal, but I'm very happy that the um, Peralta School Board rejected their plan. I'm not about gentrification, and uh, that would be exactly what... Um, would happen there. I'm not about privatization, and that would be exactly what would happen there. And so, um, you know, it's just one of those things where you just gotta, there has to be a solution that works for the community and for the team. And so um, this may be a setback, but I think it's good for the city overall. That's my pod for the day. Join in next week for another five episodes of Locked On Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great weekend, enjoy the game, and as usual, stay thoughtful, hoops heads. Hey, Bay Area sports fans, this is Ben Kaspic, host of the Locked On Giants podcast, which should be the next Locked On podcast you fire up in your feed. The MLB offseason is closing in, and I'll have you covered every day, breaking down the rumors, speculation, and transactions that'll shape next year's Giants team. Subscribe to Locked On Giants right now on your favorite podcast provider. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.